Alright everybody, well, welcome to the nightly log. That's right, I couldn't be me if I didn't have some kind of dad punish stuff in there. But it's the nightly log. I was actually going to do one last night since it was our first night of vacation. But uh, guys, honestly, I was just, I, I got my butt kicked last night. Uh, but I'm currently sitting at the beach house. If you're following the Twitters, then you will see the you know, couple pictures that I posted and it's beautiful uh, even though it's horribly overcast although tonight I'm looking up and I don't even know what time it is right now let me look over at the clock it's almost 10 o'clock and I'm looking up at the sky and I'm actually able to see some stars so it's just a beautiful beach night I, I can't tell you what temperature it is but god it feels warm this is one of those nights where honestly if I had a hammock outside right now and I didn't have a, a version to insects the way that I do, I could probably sleep out here all night. It's just beautiful. So beautiful. But guys, that being said, this would have been uh, this would have been our first night together of stream that I missed. Or I guess this is the first night of stream that I am missing in a really long time. <laughs> I have been faithful uh, with, with an, you know, an off day here or there aside from the you know, scheduled days. Uh, not too many over the past, I don't know, God, since I started streaming. And uh, it's weird, guys. It's weird. I, I feel I feel like there's a part of my day that's missing, but at the same time, it really does feel good just to not have to be committed to anything at all, except for sitting on this deck and drinking some scotch. So I'm going to do that right now. Hold on. Oh. You know, Doors isn't bad. Um, I had a buddy at work suggest to me some doers to get doer scotch. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely not as uh, how would I put it like a spicy. I, I guess that's how I would word it. As spicy as scotch is like a shivis what I normally drink. It's not bad. It's very smooth on the rocks. But I think I, I think I'm more of a shivis guy. I don't know. I kind of like that extra punch to my scotch. But uh, but yeah, doers isn't bad. It's not it's not bad. So we're start guys. Uh, traveling with kids. Uh, holy, holy hell. Um, so how do I start this? So for those of you that are, are kind of picking this up, uh, I live in Pittsburgh. We're going to the Outer Banks in North Carolina, and uh, we split it up over two days. The last night, we spent the night in Williamsburg, Virginia. Well, one, because we really like Williamsburg, Virginia, but two, because uh, it's kind of a convenient place. Like We put in six hours in the car, and with the boys never having that much kind of room time, I think it was a good, like, all right, we really kind of pushed them in and, and saw kind of what their limits were. Uh, but overall, they actually did fairly well in the car. We had, had good, <laughs> a good number of stops for various reasons, uh, the least of which, for me, getting hit uh, with, with the poop the, the poop sensation and not being able to quell it. My wife <laughs> was laughing hysterically at me. Uh, through this one stretch. So guys, so here, here's what happens, right? So I, I like to get out whenever I travel. I've done lots of lots of long distance travel. Whenever I know I'm going long distance, I like to get out early and just go. That being said, getting out and early and going constitutes with like driving an hour or so, finding a place to have a super awesome breakfast, and then just like loading up on eggs, bacon, pancakes, hash browns, like like the works. No coffee because you don't want anything that's gonna make you have to like go go do the do the poop thing, but like you know some orange juice or some water, whatever, just kind of really get the day going and load you up so that you're not even thinking about lunch. You're really 
not even thinking about food until dinner because you're basically sedentary in a car for the remainder of the day. So really one good meal fills you up, gives you enough energy to keep going and, and goes from there. So that's what we did. And when I say we, that's what I did. My wife ate some, but not a ton because she was kind of eating like she eats a normal breakfast. And we got breakfast for the boys and, uh, and they didn't really eat anything. So, so come around their normal lunchtime around noon, right? and this is, we got out, we got out, out early. We got out at like 6 a.m., uh, which turned into 7 a.m. before we were actually out the door, and we, we stopped to eat somewhere around 9, right? So kind of like normal time for all of these things for the boys and for, you know, for, for the wife. I eat usually a little bit earlier if I eat breakfast, but, you know, so we're, we're there. And like we, the boys just don't eat. So, you know, we're in the car again after that, and I felt like, we almost wasted time because I was done eating way before they were. It was kind of this struggle to try and get them to try to eat something, and they didn't. So, you know, there we are, back on the road again. And it comes lunchtime, and my my oldest son is losing his mind in the back seat because he hasn't eaten anything. And we pull over at, at this little like you know uh, this little you know off ramp where they say food and gas. <laughs> And uh, we go in, and we're getting this stuff, and my wife just realizes that my son is losing his mind. And, of course, she sees McDonald's and is like, just get him, like, a cheeseburger or some chicken nuggets, and, and he, at least he'll be fine. He'll have food. And, of course, like, as soon as we go through, we get the cheeseburger chicken nuggets, which I'm like, why can't you just eat eggs and bacon and pancakes? Like, I offered you all of these amazing things. And he's like, hey, just want a McDonald's cheeseburger. I'm like, it's a wonder that this kid is not a fatty. Like, legitimately, guys, all he wants are freaking cheeseburgers. Like, and, I, and I'm, I'm proud of this fact, because, yes, eat your meat, son. But at the same time, there's more to the world than cheeseburgers, son. There's more to the world. So, of course, though, we're, we're on the road, so you do what you got to do. And uh, we get him a cheeseburger, and, you know, you look back, like, two minutes later, the thing's gone. And after you struggle to get him to eat eggs for like 30 minutes, the fact that he can just destroy a cheeseburger is somewhat comforting, and he's like kind of quiet and goes back to listening to or watching his iPad, new movies that we, we downloaded on his iPad, and, and he goes to be good again, and the youngest one, uh, of course, like you hit him a chicken nugget and anything chicken with the one-year-old, and he is just like, oh, look, this magical bird, I'm going to eat that. So of course he eats that, and then life is good again in the car, which just puzzles me uh, on so many levels. Um, just, just really does. So, you know, then we're driving along again, keep going down the road, and of course, we have to stop again for whatever reasons, and somehow it's always in McDonald's. I don't know why we ended up stopping. I think I think my, my youngest had to pee, or my oldest had to pee, so we stopped at this McDonald's, and we all kind of went to the bathroom. It was like, fine. You know, it was maybe an hour later, and I made the dumb mistake of getting myself a McCafe Frappe. I was thinking at this point, I'm like, I need some coffee. Like, I, I don't trust McDonald's coffee coffee. Like, I'm just going to get, like, a Frappe, give me a little sugar, give me a little boost, and we'll be on our way. Well, of course, two hours after this, maybe, maybe more, maybe less, I get hit. And I'm like, uh-oh. But I suppress it. We, we fight it, and we're on our way because I don't want to stop again. Of course, it's always the wrong thing to do. When you feel the sensation, the first time you feel the sensation, you should be scanning immediately for, for some place that has a somewhat sanitary bathroom when you're on the road. But I neglect it. So, so I get that feeling. I'm like, oh, honey, I, I don't think I can get it this time. And we were close. We were like maybe 30 miles out, I think, from, from Williamsburg. 
And that's why we like really didn't want to stop. I'm like, let's just get there. Let's just get there. Like a half hour more, a half hour more. I can hold it. It's fine. And then I was like, no. And I was like, seriously, can't you just hold it? And I'm like, no. Like there, there. The turtle is poking his head out of the shell. And right now, he's got like Vaseline on, and he's ready to like do a slip and slide out of his shell, and just like leave the shell behind for good. It, it, well, I gotta find someplace. So we pull off this off ramp. I'm sitting there. I have to like loosen my. You, you know, you you know those of you that have done this, and you don't. You don't have to admit it to me, but you know, you know you've been there, where you have to like loosen the seatbelt, to like loosen it just a little bit. And when I say a little bit, I mean like a lot of it, because you're like clenching and you need like elevation to be able to clench those cheeks. And of course, then like that throws off your driving leg. So like I can't find the gas pedal from the brake pedal to save my life, which I feel like I'm putting my whole family in danger because I got to take a crap. And eventually, we find a place. I can't remember what it was, but God, it was beautiful. Uh, whatever it was that we stopped and I was able to finally just just let it all go and be done. And, uh, and life was good again. <sighs> what was that place? It, I, it's one of those, it's literally, like, you just, it's the relief. It's so great that it doesn't even matter at that point where you were. You just, I think it was a gas station and we were done. So, so yeah, so then we finally make it, we finally make it there, and, uh, and that's when the fun started, people. So uh, imagine a three-year-old and a one-year-old cooped up in a car all day that have never done that before, finally getting freedom, right? Well, the, the main objective for the adults at that point was getting dinner. I was kind of not hungry, but kind of was at the same time. We ended up going to like a Cracker Barrel in Williamsburg. And uh, I got like a grilled chicken salad, and I just kind of like, you know, ate the chicken and, and ate like the eggs of it and kind of pecked at the salad a little bit. I was just kind of keeping it light because I didn't want didn't to upset the apple cart, and I knew we had a long day, and I'm trying to cut back and, and all that good stuff. So I'm just like, all right, we got this. Youngest son, got mac and cheese, got a grilled chicken. Except for this time, he's like, no, I don't want to eat anything. So, so there was that. So Grandpa, we were basically taking this trip with, uh, with my, my, well, my, me, my family, my wife, my two sons, and then my in-laws. Grandpa basically takes, uh, takes little man, takes him outside and starts walking with him and, you know, whatever. And uh, an, an older one basically keeps throwing this fit because the mac and cheese is like craft mac and cheese. You know, it's not like Easy Mac, so it's actually baked and has real cheese in it and all kinds of good stuff, right? And of course, there's like some crust. There's, there's crust and there's like, you know, uh, like, like some burnt kind of crumbles on it because they put breadcrumbs on the top and whatever. And he looks at it and he says like a bird pooped in it or something silly like that and doesn't want to eat it. Meanwhile, we know that he's hungry. We know that he needs to eat. But he's also kind of not feeling good. He's been sneezing all day. And he finally starts going off the handle and like hitting my wife. And not like, like play hitting, but play hitting to the point where he's like, I'm going to see what I can get away with. Well, our normal punishment for him is to send him to this corner in our house. And I can always threaten him with that. We're six hours away from that, and he knows it. So he, he feels like he is free from consequences at this point, even though Daddy has fully forewarned him that there are going to be consequences if he is a bad boy. Enter more disciplinary child tactics with Nighttide. And basically, I picked him up in the middle of the restaurant and he didn't dare make a scene which was actually kind of funny because he knew he had just messed up it was like at that point he knew he effed up and he <laughs> so i pick him up i've got him out of, under one arm he's trying to fight me so i throw him over my shoulder carry him out you guys gotta understand something i give no foxes if i have to discipline my kid in front of other people 
you have a problem with the way I'm disciplining my kid, come talk to me, say something. If not, you're welcome for not making a terrible human being and letting him roam into the world without consequences. So I take him outside. And, uh, and again, keep in mind that my wife and I are still not on the spank train, even though that was how I was raised and I feel like I turned out just fine. But uh, that's a that's conversation for a different day. So I take him out in uh, where we parked, where my car was facing like this wooded area. So I kind of took him, like, I don't know, like a good like five, ten feet into the woods and up to this tree. And normally where we put him in a corner, I basically said, I'm going to make you hug this tree. And, and I told him, because the, the corner that we call it at home is the spider corner, because there's usually like a daddy long leg up in the corner and he freaks him out. Which is part of the consequence. Hey, he doesn't want to be in the corner where the spiders are. I don't blame him. I don't either. So I told him this is the spider tree, and that the spiders are in the tree, which is probably not a lie, because there's probably somewhere spiders in there, but there was like these really like weird looking bugs that were kind of grub looking uh, on the tree already, so he could see them at like his level, and he was like, eh! And I basically told him I was going to like put him into the tree, and like make him be in there with the spiders and the grubs and the insects, and that was enough to thoroughly freak him out to a place where like he was ready to do whatever I commanded at a moment's notice which is, of course, the objective in, in this instance. And I basically talked to him and I said, Look, buddy, you have not done a single thing that I have told you to do all day. You haven't listened to me in the car. You haven't listened to me out of the car. You haven't listened to your mother. You, haven't eaten your, you didn't eat your breakfast. You were cranky in the car. And now you're not eating your dinner. And I am tired of buying you food that you are not going to eat. So here's what's going to happen. You are going to go back inside. You're going to sit your butt in your chair and you are going to eat all of the food on your plate. Which was literally like chicken tenders and mac and cheese, people. Like, we're not talking about, like, I'm trying to get the kid to eat oysters for the first time or something. I leave him like oysters. I wouldn't make him do that, I promise you. It's mac and cheese, folks. It's mac and cheese. So, so he gets back in the chair, and, and of course, he, he starts looking at the mac and cheese, and he's, like, playing with it. He's, like, smashing it with his fork and, and stuff like that. He, like, when I tell him to take a bite, he takes, like, literally, like, one noodle and puts it in his mouth, and then he starts complaining about the thing again. And of course, again, me giving no foxes, straight in the middle. Walk over, as he's sitting across from me next to my wife, I walk over and I just whisper into his ear. I said, listen to me, very carefully. You are going to eat your food and you are going to stop whining or we are going to go back out to the tree. Do you want to do that? No. Do you understand me? Yes. Eat your food. And he ate his food, guys. Like, it, it's one of those things that it works. And my wife was looking at me like, I wonder what happened outside. I'm like, it's not a matter of that. And my mother-in-law, bless her, and she's like, oh, you got some... She's, she's like looking, and she's kind of like chuckling at this point. But like, I have this look of like, dad is going to kill you if you do not obey look on my face. Because I'm thoroughly past annoyed, I'm past tired, I'm past, you know, all of my patience. I am complete in, in authoritarian mode, where it is my way, or you are going to be very upset way. Which is, you know, start par for the course for most dads. And my mother-in-law just makes this comment, and, and again, she didn't mean it like in a mean way, she's like, wow, she's like, very strong-willed children, and I said, or she goes, strong-willed children, and I said, stronger-willed parents, and I shot her this look, and I didn't mean to, I really didn't, I hope she knows I didn't, I might have to go talk to her until I didn't mean that towards her, I was just so fed up, and she was like, ooh, and my wife looked at me like, oh, because they were just like, okay, I'm like, look, it's not that time to play. Like, if I'm going to have him be serious and eat his food, we're not going to play with him. We're not going to make him feel better about himself. When he's done eating, it's good. And then, like, halfway through his food, like, I was like, you know, how you how you doing? And he's like, you know, it's actually really good. And I was like, yeah. 
And so I gave him a thumbs up. He gives me a thumbs up. And, th and that's when things start to, like, get better, Chad. That's when things start to get better, at least for dinner. So we get done with dinner, and we go back to the hotel. There's supposed to be, like, this pool thing at the hotel, and he really wants to go. But he's continuing to be a turd because he just, I think he's tired. Again, he's out of his element. He's completely out of his schedule. He has no idea what he's doing. So I basically start having him do sprints in the bedroom. I'm like, all right, I want you to go touch the door, and then I want you to go run into Mommy's room. And, and it's like we're not talking about a very long room either. I'm like, just touch the door, and I want you to touch the air conditioner and come back. And so I'm like just trying to help him get energy out, and he finally gets energy out. But of course, Chet, that is, that is only when we are supposed to be awake. There's more. There's more when we're supposed to be asleep. So I've never, and, and I, up to this point, I have, we have always kept my son in a separate room. We close the door. There's no, he gets up and comes into bed with us. There's none of that. We don't have those problems. We, we did not open that door. We will not open that door. But for the sake of ease, we put the baby in, in this room because it was like a separate closable space. Uh, so I put my wife, and she actually had the bed, and there was a pull-out sofa that was horrible, but that I slept on because I love my wife. Um, love you, honey. And, uh, and, and slept out there with my older son. And wouldn't you know it, Daddy, i got to go to the bathroom. This is like trying to get to bed. Daddy, we've got to brush our teeth. I know. Daddy, I have to go pee. Okay. All right, we'll get in bed. Daddy, I have to go to the bathroom again. Why? I have to poop. Can't we do this at the same time? Like, I thought that you can't really do one without the other. They're like, you know, I feel like the love and marriage is playing in my, you know, playing in my ears because it's, of course, it's married with children. It's so weird. We go and he goes to the bathroom, and we finally go to sleep. And he has like two nightlights going at this point, and and the, all the lights are off. We like watched a small show on Animal Planet and called it a day, and uh, and then we come back. You know, we're, we're asleep. Who knows when later? He's awake. He has he has one of his nightlights that we call Twilight Turtle, which is literally a turtle. The shell the shell lights up. Uh, the shell lights up in the back. Sorry, more scotch. Um, the shell lights up in the back, and it like lights and shoots stars up on, on the on the ceiling, which is great. It's great. It's a great thing. Well, he has it like wedged halfway under my body for some reason, and he's literally like like using my arms to do really odd things. Like I I didn't know if he was trying to like hold my hand, or then he was like trying to put my arm over him, but then he didn't want to put my arm over him, and like he was just doing weird stuff with my arms. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like. Nothing. I'm like, you're obviously doing something. Quit playing with my arm. And, and, that, and then that was kind of it. And we finally go to sleep. Of course, then I get woken up again. And I'm like, Daddy, I think I wet the bed. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Go and pee. And he, like, un you know, definitely unloads like a horse going into the, the freaking toilet. And, uh, and then decides that he's going to go crawl into bed with Mommy. And at that point, I just didn't care. I was done. And I woke up, I think, like, maybe like an hour after that. And it was like 6.30 in the morning, and it was just time, guys. It was time for me to wake up already, because who knows when I went to bed, but it was definitely more sleep than I normally get ever. And I felt miserable with the, like, the iron bars behind my back. It was just like, oh, God. It is how you feel when you sleep on a crappy pull-out bed at a hotel. <laughs> exactly how you would imagine. And then day two, guys. That's, this is, that, was, that, was, that was yesterday. That was the start of today. And today was supposed to be a two-hour drive from Williamsburg to the Outer Banks. And guess how long that drive took, chat? Almost four hours. 
Kubitschek view, right? So we were supposed to leave. We were supposed to leave Williamsburg at nine. I woke up, 7:30. I hear my wife's alarm go off. So I'm like, all right, you know, I was like watching TV. I cleaned up the front room a little bit, packed some stuff up, you know, made sure we had everything kind of in a central location so we weren't losing anything or leaving anything in the hotel. <sighs> and then I grabbed my son out of bed because I was like, hey, buddy, come on. We need to go get some breakfast if we want to be out of here by 9. I figured my wife would have gotten up relatively after, soon after that. Wouldn't you know it, as soon as we walk out the door, we look down the hallway, we see my in-laws, so we go and have breakfast with them, come back. I actually got my son to eat something for breakfast, which is good. But, like, we finally get back to the room, and I look, and the door is the same place I left it, and the lights are off. And I was like, she has not gotten up yet, and it's 8.35. And I literally go in there, and I'm like, honey, <laughs> are you going to get up? She's like, yeah, what time is it? I was like, I thought you were going to get up with your alarm. She goes, I, I know, I thought I was too, but what time is it? I was like, it's 8.35, and you wanted to leave at 9. It's like, you better get up and go get some breakfast. She's like, uh... So she's screaming to go get breakfast. And by the time we get all packed up, it starts pouring rain. Like, literally torrential downpour. So it just extended the time for everything. We finally get out of there like a little after 10. And hit the road. And I'll spare you all the details of that drive. But guys, when you go to the Outer Banks, there's literally one bridge that goes in there. And you try. There's like one road and one bridge to get into like the main part of the Outer Banks. And so you're trying to get there early so that you don't have to fight with so many people. And to be relatively fair, we really didn't, like, stop anywhere. It wasn't really, like, gridlock for very long. But it definitely took way longer than we thought. We were supposed to, we thought it was going to be two hours. It was, like, 93 miles from, from Williamsburg to get to, you know, our place. And it was supposed to take, I mean, think, guys, think about it, 93 miles. If you're going 63, you know, 60 miles an hour, 93 miles should be an hour and a half. Right, not even two hours. It took us three and a half hours to get to get to our freaking house from there. It was just miserable because of all the rain and like people wanting to go slow and the volume of people going in and people leaving and it was just it was just a mess. But we finally get to this place and of course it's pouring rain. It's absolutely pouring rain. We're trying to find a place to get food because everybody's hungry and cranky. And my wife makes a good call of just, like, finding this little pizza place and just, like, ordering pizza takeout. So I drop her off. She orders the pizza and waits for it. I ran back, dropped the kids off at the house with my in-laws, who finally made it to the house, because, of course, we're driving separate here. I didn't, I didn't say that, but we were driving separate. So they got to the house first, and they couldn't get in. and were completely, like, drenched because the code that my wife gave them to get into the house required a special, like, numeric uh, character that had to go in there. <laughs> before or after <laughs> and so yeah they, they couldn't get in <laughs> so they were getting grinned on the whole time and, and they looked like they had been thrown overboard by the time that happened and it was terrible and I felt so bad so we finally get in the house it's pouring rain I finally get the kids in there I run get her come back and we finally get the food in the house and wouldn't you know it just when you want to like take a deep breath it stops raining so at this point in the day I'm going dear god we have an opening and so my father-in-law and I go basically like get everything up and, and we're talking at you know uh, one to two flights of stairs depending on where stuff was supposed to go to get stuff inside the house so we're making you know multiple trips to get all the car you know both cars unloaded and up there and like I'm just beat at that point I don't even want food so it's like this, this it's like this two-day travel thing from hell to get to this place but guys I can tell you so worth it 
God, is it so worth it. Like, I posted some pictures. I'll post some more pictures. It's just beautiful out here, guys. It's like all of that crap just is completely faded into the background. And all I'm left with is just this beautiful beach house that honestly you guys exceeded my expectations in every single way I finally like took a minute to like look around the house and it's a beautiful house and we are so close to the beach I didn't go down to the beach yet my wife took my son down for the first time uh, while I stayed in and kind of recuperated a little bit I think we're going to try and go down tomorrow at a point where it's just not raining but my god guys it's so pretty it's just so pretty out here like you guys don't understand something too. I grew up in Southern California. I, got, I grew up around the beach. We used to take you know, multiple beach trips every year. And if I really wanted to go to the beach, especially when I had my driver's license, it was you know, 45 minutes away. So I would go with my friends from high school every once in a while. We'd just go out to the beach and hang out every once in a while. You can't do that anymore when you live in Pittsburgh. There's just, it's no access to that. And it's just, it's a whole different experiment experience. Like right now, as right now, guys, as I'm talking to you, again, I can see the night sky. It's beautiful. Way off in the distance, I know over, over the ocean water, I can see lightning. I can see a storm. You know, you can feel the breeze. It's just, it's it's unfreaking believable. And uh, I wish I could share this with you guys, but I can't. This is about as this is about the best way that I can share this with you. So I'll continue to take pictures and, and uh, we'll do these nightly logs and we'll talk about my day. Uh, some of the high points once we finally got settled of today, uh, where we went to this place and I'll take some pictures, I post, um, we went down to this boardwalk and got some ice cream right before we decided to come in for the night and go to bed before it got dark and we walked the boardwalk for a little bit and, and uh, got some, you know, the ice cream was great, uh, but I got some awesome pictures. I got some really cool pictures that I want to share with you guys. So we'll keep an eye out for those either on Twitter or Discord or Instagram or whatever. Probably everywhere, because I'm not sure <laughs> But, uh, man, guys, it's, it's something else. But I definitely still miss you. I still miss hanging out and sharing that time with you. But, guys, seriously, there's nothing, nothing can substitute this time. And I'm already getting the sense that this is going to be a very awesome trip, despite having willful children, despite having... You know, it's supposed to be raining every single day while we're here. None of that really changes the fact that we're just away with nothing to do. And, uh, I don't know. And it's also Shark Week. Who doesn't freaking love Shark Week? Especially with Shaq. That's going to be hilarious. I can't wait to see him freaking squirm in a, in a tank. Because I know I'd be squirming in a tank. And I love sharks. So, I think he's actually openly scared of them. So, this is going to be an interesting Shark Week. But uh, I'll keep uh, I'll keep hanging out and we'll keep talking, guys. And these nightly logs will happen uh, all throughout the week this week, in place of this week's tie talk and in place of maybe in place of tie, next week's tie talk too, because technically Friday we might be coming home Friday, we might be leaving Friday night, so maybe there won't be one on Friday. Maybe we'll just have a have a recap on Saturday of how Friday went. I don't know. We'll see. But we're going to do nightly logs at least. At least from tonight, which is Saturday night through Thursday. And uh, it's nice for me to be able to just get out here and drink some scotch and hang out with you guys. So that's all I got, guys. That's all I got. You basically listened to me bitch for the past 27 and a half minutes. And if you made it through this far, it I just proves how much I love your face. And I appreciate you guys. Just wanted to wanted to share some of this experience with me and, and continue to hang out even when I when I physically can't stream and can't be there. So 
I love you guys. I hope you guys are having a great uh, weekend. I hope you had a good Friday. I hope you have a good Saturday. And uh, I will talk to you later. Don't forget to follow me everywhere. Mixer.com slash Nighttide. Instagram Nighttide. Twitter Nighttide. And the Nighttide Podcast on Spotify. There we go. Whew. See? It's been a day. I'm already forgetting things. You guys will see. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Have a good one. Later.